If this is your power, if this is your glory, this is your presence, oh, let it rain. Blessed be your name. This is your power. This is your glory. This is your glory. Pentecost. This is real Church of Pentecost. Uh, hallelujah. 
in uh, Acts of the Apostles chapter 3. From the King James Version. Alright. Now, Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer. Being the ninth hour. A certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried whom they had laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask alms of that that entered into the temple. Who see Peter and John about to go into the temple asked an alms. And Peter fastening his eyes upon him with John said, look on us. And from the verse 5, can we read in unison as a church? Shall we go? And he gave heed unto them expecting to receive something of them. Mm -hmm. Then Peter said, mm -hmm. Rise up. Mm -hmm. He took him by the right hand and lifted him. If the Bible is yours, underline immediately two times. Can we continue? Eight. And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Underline it three times. No, no. Some of you think that when you underline the Bible, the angels will be angry. It's not true. It's for emphasis. And I'm trusting God that to, today, before we leave here, whether you are ready or not, some blessing will be rubbed up upon you before you leave here. Nine. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Mm -hmm. And they knew that it was he who sat for arms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement. At that which had happened. Amen. And the rest. I've been detailed to speak on celebrating Jesus. But I want to thank God that over 2,000 years ago, a man by the name of Jesus changed the course of history. When the patriarchs, when the fathers of old were looking for a savior, Maybe somebody who will bridge the gap between mankind and God. When the whole of humanity was looking for a good high priest who will bring us together unto God. The Bible says that John wept much. He wept because no one was qualified to break the seal, open and read therein. And as we talk about qualification, I was thinking that some of the big men of old, the great fathers, so nobody could qualify. And the Bible said that John wept much because no one in heaven, on earth, or beneath the earth qualified. So I asked myself a question. Why can't Abraham qualify? Abraham, the Bible calls him the father of faith. Abraham, in fact, he obeyed God in totality. Abraham, I think somebody who is a friend of God could qualify. But among the qualifications, it was a doyen qualification. One of them is that when we track your record, 
there shouldn't be any ounce of sin. But when we trace the record of Abraham, we realize he was a father of faith, but disqualified. Why? The life of Hagar disqualified Abraham. So we put Abraham aside and look for a better mediator, and we found Moses. Moses, the ace man of God. In fact, Moses, if Moses comes to our world today, I don't know the title they will give him on our FMs. Because people speak with God for two minutes and they say they are archbishop. People speak with God for two times and, and they fast for two days. And they say they are deputy arch filled mashah in the spirit. And some say they are the brothers of Jesus and all that. But I'm talking about the ace man Moses. If Peter walked on the sea, I want to tell you that Moses did the worst. He did the better. In fact, he moved upon the clouds to stand with God 40 days and 40 nights. It is only Moses who saw the handwriting of God first. It's only Moses who carried the Ten Commandments. It's only Moses who wrote, in fact, the first five books and the others in Psalms and the rest. Moses, the greatest lawgiver. Moses. So when they were talking about Jesus, they said that a prophet like unto Moses. Apart from all these achievements, anger disqualified him. Because one day he got angry. And the Bible said that he threw a blow upon somebody and the person died. So if you are bringing salvation unto man, you can be good. But anger has disqualified Moses. So we look for another person. And quickly we found Noah. Oh, P.I.W.C., you see, uh, I, I love you. I, I, I have not started preaching, but this is introduction. Can I do some introduction? You see, I want to finish. Finally, you see, when you read finally in the Bible, I thought Apostle Paul preached long until I found Peter. Peter preached until Second Peter when he said, finally, my brethren. I thought it was ending. Two chapters, 48 verses, finally. Can I do some finally here? You see, we found... Am I preaching in my own church? I love the church too much. This is a church. Huh? Oh, can I hear an amen in the house? Huh? Listen, the atmosphere is so charged. Oh, Pia, you know, you see. You see, the man Noah, the Bible said that Noah found grace in the sight of God. And may you find grace today in the name of the Lord. Oh, Noah. You see, when we are talking about somebody who is persistent and will not be discouraged, it's Noah. Noah preached for over 100 years. His whole congregation ate. Himself, their wife, his three children, and their wives. But the man kept on preaching. So I'm announcing to a church that is small or big, continue with the same favor, when you are preaching to 10 people, 2 people, 70 people, 1,000 congregations, the same anointing. Cannot somebody say, preach? Noah kept on preaching. When you are talking about somebody who obeyed God in totality, Noah cannot be forgotten. When God gave him dimension to build an ark, in fact, when you read the original text, the ark God asked Noah to build, the whole ark, he was to use one type of wood called the gopher wood. One door, one window. And Noah did not say God. According to architectural designs I learned from the university, there is such a such a, an edifice, an imposing structure 
How can it be one door, one window? But church 6, 17. The Bible says that when he finished building, God himself came and locked the ark. Total obedience. Noah survived the flood with his household. And it is only Noah who could so educate his family and his church that when they entered the ark, lions and tigers were in the ark, but nobody killed the other. You are talking about a supernatural anointed Noah. But Noah disqualified. Because the Bible said, after the flood, Noah got drunk. Oh, quickly, I picked my eyes off Noah and I found a great man called Enoch. I thought that Enoch, one of the things to his credit is that he walked with God. Bible says 300 years. So Enoch, and the Bible said that Enoch walked with God. And you see, somebody who has walked with God must consciously or subconsciously pick certain things of God. But the Bible said that when Noah was caught up, he went alone. If you are coming to save humanity, bring somebody to church. Don't go to heaven alone. Pick somebody along. Even Jesus on the cross, pick a penitent thief along. Noah, disqualified. Enoch, double disqualified. Until a man appeared in Bible called Methuselah. Methuselah lived on the planet Earth for 969 years. Methuselah, save 31, he would have chalked 1,000. So I thought experience could help us. But in summary, when you do some Bible mathematics, there are four major things about Methuselah. And Methuselah was born. And Methuselah grew. And Methuselah gave birth. And Methuselah died. That's all. Disqualified. Oh, and I wept much. A man appeared. Let me disqualify him before I mention about him. He's called Lamech. Lamech lived for seven, seven, seven years. And we know that seven is the number of perfection. Lamech lived for seven, seven, seven. But Lamech was disqualified because he is the man who introduced polygamy into the world. One fair, one dark. Disqualified. Until John, the revelator, began to weep. And a voice from heaven said, Weep not, for I see in history someone is coming. His name is I am. Oh, his government shall be upon his shoulders. He is called Emmanuel. God with us. I see him as a lion. I see him as a lamb. He qualifies to break the seal, to read and to take salvation upon mankind. This is my way of introduction. Can I preach now? Jesus. So, I know that the theme has been handled. So, let me try to do some few things. But in the verse 1 of the book of Acts, what strikes me is the two names, Peter and John. And not the names per se, but the order of the names, Peter and John. I think that in the Christendom, one must be able to play the second fiddle. 
if your brother is chosen as the pastor, if your brother is the presiding elder today, support him. Don't be jealous, you see. If it is not John and Peter and Peter and John, Peter and John throughout the Bible, accept it. One day, John the Baptist was preaching and information got to him that John, all the people are leaving us and they are going to a new preacher called Jesus. John said, I am just a voice crying in the wilderness. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. In fact, he must increase and I must decrease. Listen to him. Even his shoelaces, I am unworthy to untie. Until we come to the Christianity, where we will accept that this one is, the Bible says that when you meet somebody, esteem it better than yourself. So it is not John and Peter, but Peter and John. So when you read 22, 7 to 8, you know the books already, so I won't waste our time. Our time. I, you know the books. Um, look. John sent Peter and John. Jesus sent Peter and John to arrange the Lord's Supper. When you read 3.1, Peter and John at a time of prayer. When you read 3.3 of Acts, they went to the temple and even the blind man seeing Peter and John entering the gate. When you read chapter 4 verse 19, Peter and John answered, is it right to listen to God or to you? When you read 8.14 of Acts, when the apostles heard that Samaria had received the gospel, they sent Peter and John. In fact, when we read 4.13 of the same book of Acts, now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, so the order of the names is always Peter and John. But thank God that irrespective of the order of the names, God in his infinite wisdom can bring the miracle from anywhere. Sometimes the place we know and the place we don't expect. God has chosen the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. If I want to do a distribution, I'll call for people who come from Ashanti region because they belong to my tribe's line. But if God is about to distribute, he will not look at your qualification, he will not look at your background, he will not look at where you are coming from. God is a great distributor. So it doesn't matter where your name belongs. I came to announce to you that God has engraved your name in a palm and he's watching it every morning and I read something in 1030. That one, when you are reading the Bible and come to meet that quotation, sit down and drink water and continue. Where the Bible has said, even your hair, not counted but numbered, it presupposes that if you go to the salon, or maybe a baba is working on you, or you are doing a retouching, and hair strand number 7 million, 845 falls down, God takes account of the following one. Oh, all your hairs are numbered. If this is your power, let it ring. No matter where you are, you fulfill scripture. Mm -hmm, you fulfill scripture. But I got a bit concerned. Why should a layman, after receiving miracle at the gate, will not rush to go and publicize himself in town or to his home folk. But he moved straight into the temple, God first. 
after this Easter, let's depart from here, picking God first in everything we do. So I ask myself, layman, why do you enter the church? Maybe the list of announcements, the tall one, that make people annoying was going on. Or maybe the church was so busy talking about some theological discourses and the rest. Why somebody was sick at the entrance? The layman said, well, my answer is that I've gone to clear my areas. When they are in church, I hear them dancing and clapping and jumping. And I've been here all this while. And today, if the miracle has happened, oh, let me go and clear some areas. I came to announce to you, count your blessings and name them one by one. Somebody you are here, doctors have diagnosed a kind of disease. And the name of the disease alone is enough to put you to death. But God, in his infinite mercies, has kept you till now. Count your blessings and name them one by one. Check your hometown. Those you attended class one with, most of them are dead and gone. Some have become drunkards. Some have become the age of your great-grandfather. But look at you. Although you are, you are talking about your pitiful situation, but there's something called mercy and grace. It is on you so much. Count your blessings. Go and clear your areas. You see, when it's time for offering, don't let somebody push you. Count your blessings and name them one by one. Tell somebody, pay your areas. I've never entered there. But because today is my day of miracle, let me break protocol and enter. When I get there, I will go to tell Jehovah that Jehovah, I have nothing to give. I'm coming with my heart to say thank you, God. Thank you, my Lord. Why did he enter? He entered because it is said, excitement without expression leads to depression. So when you come to church and you are blessed to sit by the right person, there is something in medical science called contagious disease. In fact, if Apollo and all these pox on the skin can be infectious, then also blessing can be infectious. Oh, you didn't get this one. Huh? If you are blessed to sit by the right person, one day in the Bible, Mary was pregnant. Elizabeth was pregnant. Pregnant must walk with pregnant. If you are here in the church, you are carrying a pregnancy. Ah, am I preaching something at all? I feel some anointing here. Listen, maybe your vision has not materialized yet, but there's something in you telling you that you're today. People are laughing at you, but you're tomorrow. Listen, if you sit by the right person and the person is not aggrieved this morning, you see, Elizabeth is one of the women, when we go to heaven, I'm going to look for her. Elizabeth, they preach only about your childbearing. But I've come to tell you about how you walk with Mary. You see, the Bible says in 27.7 Proverbs that iron sharpeneth iron. So, a man sharpened the countenance of his friend. 
And I heard in 115.33 that be not be deceived. Bad association corrupt good morals. And 1320, the Bible says, Ah! He who walk with the wise shall be wise. So this morning, as I stand on this pulpit, the anointing on the chairman, the anointing on the yes, may the impartation of the fathers. I, I'm talking about the prophets of the church. I'm talking about the anointing of the prophets and evangelists. May it be imparted upon you right now. Oh, somebody shout, I receive it. Mary was so buckled with what people were telling you. You see, Mary, we have no track record of somebody who is pregnant at a betrothal stage. We are, you are not married. How can you be pregnant? Mary, tell us the truth. Who made you pregnant? And Mary said, the Holy Spirit. They say, hey. The Bible said, Mary left there and went to associate with Elizabeth. You see, when you work with the right people, some of you, your friends are too many. That's why after this convention, you got to line all your friends up and interview them again. Let them show you their, their, their salvation report. Let them show you how they can speak in tongues. Let them show you and you ask them a question. Am I preaching something at all? And when you have interviewed them, you say the first, last three questions. If you fail any of them, dismiss. When was the last time you read the Bible? And if the person begins to say, the Bible, don't let the person continue. Tell them that from today, you are not a friend, you are an acquaintance. Dismiss. Oh, am I preaching something at all? The Bible says, you see, if you associate with the right people, oh God, and I keep to announce to you that you are the right church. Listen, Church of Pentecost, what people are trying to do, we bypass there and we are resting. See them. Some are hungry. Some want to get money. So they do things and people are carried away. Ha! We pass there. They are trying to be where we started. And you, the occupant, from today forward, you got to take the church and sleep the church. You dream the church, sniff the church. You masticate the church. You take the church and embrace the church. Am I preaching something at all? When Elizabeth got, Mary got to the entrance of Elizabeth, the Bible says, not by 21 days of prayer and fasting, just by mere greeting, Hail Mary, hail Elizabeth, just by greeting. The Spirit of the Lord came upon Elizabeth. Ah, and the, what Angel Gabriel said, Elizabeth, sitting at home, pregnant, repeated the words, the same words of the Angel Gabriel. If you associate with the right person, may an anointing from God, the Elijah to Elijah, the Paul to Timothy, the anointing on the fathers of the church. Oh, may it be wrapped up on somebody today. Let me go there. But you see, excitement without expression will lead to depression. So, 
let me sit by the right person. And if I lift my hand and say, Hail Mary, she will respond, Hail Elizabeth. Can two walk together? Three, three Amos. Except they agree. If you agree with the person, hold the hand and shout, We agree. Thank God. I am getting there to celebrate Jesus. The reason is that I am lame. My situation is bad. But at least I have life. I read about Madame Maxwell. Anytime she went to church, people knew her so much that when the preacher was preaching, she would scream, Praise the Lord! And people began calling her, Madame, praise the Lord. And one day, news reached the church that Madame Maxwell, she had had partial paralysis. So the hands she raised to say, praise the Lord, she's down. One side could not do. And she was on the hospital bed. And the pastor went to visit her. When the pastor crossed, like Hannah, God, when Hannah entered the church, she praised God for the things God has not done. This morning, if you can carry praise for the undone part, God will do the undone part. Madam Maxwell, seeing the pastor, remembered to say praise the Lord. So she took the, the strong hand, put it on the weak hands, and said, even in this situation, praise. Let me go there. And thank God, although I've been born late, but at least, when people carry me, I can see. I can still smell some things. Let me thank the Lord. And the Bible said, when Peter held his hand, immediately, can we shout immediately? As I pray to you today, may you receive the immediacy of the Spirit. If there is a promise on your life, it has lingered for far too long. Not by power, not by might. Receive the immediacy of the spirit. Take the prophecy again. I say that if something has been lingering over you for years, not by power, not by might, I take the power of the cross and I release the immediacy of the spirit upon your life. And immediately. And I began to look for the meaning of immediately. Thank you. Immediately means instantly. Immediately means at once. Immediately means shortcut. And take this. Immediately means by force. Oh, can I hear an amen? All of a sudden. And Dr. Luke, the physician, who knows into this antilovial dysponitis and all the synovial fluid and all that. When Luke was writing, he says, and his ankle bone received strength. In the name of the Lord, I declare upon you something you have not received before. Not by power, not by might. May you receive it. Not next year, not next month, not next week, but by the immediacy of the Spirit. Somebody shout now. Because I checked the Bible. And the Bible said, God 
using simple things to do mighty things. I came to announce to you, if somebody says, oh, I know you. That's why when he came, I saw him. I know you. Especially true and partially untrue. If people know you, they know your yesterday and your today. But your tomorrow. Oh, tell the person by your side, you don't know me. You don't know. Every warfare has got an expiry date. Check on every medicine. There's a manufacturing date and expiry date. Even First World War, 1940 to 1918, passed. Second World War, 1945, passed. Yours, sir. Oh, listen. How many minutes more? Hey, who's that preacher? You will come and continue, okay? Can I hear an amen? Listen, even in football, when the first half is over, the match is not over. Check what God will do in the extra time. And I came to announce to you that God gave you a promise. I can feel the promise coming. I can hear the promise coming. I can smell, I can see something is coming your direction. Oh, somebody receive your promise. Eh? All of a sudden. So I read in the book of Acts chapter 2. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, all of them were together in one accord. And all of a sudden, they came from heaven. Oh, Jehovah, we have assembled as PRWC. So, I declare upon that human area, all of a sudden, let the heavens open. Oh, God, I know your CV. In the CV of God, one day, Israel was before a Red Sea. Moses had a rod. Just by the pointing of the rod, all of a sudden, the Red Sea parted. God, I check your CV. When Elijah transferred the ocean to Elisha, oh, 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 oh. There was not anything big. It was just an old cloak. Somebody who are here received the impartation of the apostles, of the prophets, of the teachers. Somebody say, I believe. God uses simple things to do great things. That is why Peter and John did not give money. But they say with a simple prayer, God can do something. This morning, I came to do a simple preaching. But check what God will do with the preaching upon your life. Something is about to happen. Something is about to rub off. Great grace is coming. Oh, 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 oh. Somebody shall celebrate Jesus. Simple things. So Goliath, with his measurement, tells by the simple slink of David, brought him down. Oh, one day, I saw in the Bible that Naaman, the governor, the captain, had leprosy. Instead of giving him multi-therapy uh, dimensions of drug, just by falling on the Jordan River, and the man was restored. Jesus, one day, by the simple lunch of a small boy, fed 5,000 men. Women uncounted children unnumbered. God, even in creation, did the whole thing by his word. And this morning, by this simple meeting, may greater things come along the way. And in conclusion, finally, listen, when you go to PI, you have to be a little English, you see, so I'm trying to be within time. Uh, in any case, finally. 
Why celebrate Jesus? Let me do some few. Number one, we celebrate him because of his words before death. Right in the Bible. When people were about to die, they said some things. But people, crucifixion. In fact, you prefer to be shot by the gun than to be crucified. Because it was a slow, horrible, torturous way to die. And normally on the cross, when they hang them with their last breath, they curse the earth and curse all those who are standing by. But when Jesus on the cross, first word, Father, forgive them. Let forgiveness come into our churches. Some of you, you have forgotten the quotation last week. But you remember what somebody did to you seven years ago. And some of you men, all the men in this church, you are not involved. You know the scores of AC Milan and, and Real Madrid. But if I ask you to give me five quotations before we close, this place will be our permanent address. Jesus, Father, forgive them. And I took time to understand them. What the them stands for. Number one, Judas. The one who ate with me and went ahead to sell, betray, and come for the last one. Forgive him. The soldiers among whom who took a spear to just thrust through the sack, the pericardio, to block the arteries of the heart. Forgive him. Father, forgive them. Them stands for even my own disciples who fled. Including Apostle Peter who denied me. Father. Thomas who doubted me. Father. And the jeering crowd, when they were passing, they were shouting, crucify him, crucify him. And they made a statement. Let his blood come upon us and our children inviting curses they didn't know. Father, we need to celebrate Jesus. I thought David was very holy. Yeah. But when David was about to die, last words, my son Solomon, honor God. If you honor God, God will honor you. Be a man. Be strong. But Solomon, there is a man called Joab. He is now a gray-haired man. Solomon, with your wisdom, make sure that he doesn't go to the grave with his gray hair, but let him go to the grave with blood. That's David. One day, not David alone, I don't want to chastise him too much. A man was passing away. I'm talking about Maybe the man who the whole world knows him as a traitor, Goliath. His words were that, am I a dog? In fact, Zachariah was about to die. The prophet. He said, so King Joash, you did not remember all the good things my father did to you. And you are killing me. Lord, look at it and bring him to account. 
and he died. 2 Chronicles 24. Abimelech was about to die. His last words. Oh, my armor come and kill me. If you allow me to die, people will say that a woman killed me. So you man, kill me. Nabal said, who is this David? And he died. Eli had an in-law. Phineas, he said that, why Phineas? He said the glory of Israel is departed and died. Rahel, when she was passing away, looked at the, the baby boy and said, you are the son of my distress and died. Moses, when he was about to pass away, made great prayer before death. A great intercessor of all times. Pray for Reuben. Pray for Levi. Pray for Zebulon. Pray for Asher. Pray for all the families. Moses said, Israel, you are blessed. But let me quickly say that don't be in Christ and still think that there are curses on you. Because even Moses prayed and said, God, don't let the men of Reuben be few. Don't let Reuben die. In fact, Reuben was cursed by his father Jacob. And the curse so followed Reuben. Reuben suffered and suffered. When men went to war and came back, they would take stock of the returned men. So when they took the stock, Naphtali, how many men died? Four. The family of Dan, how many died? Two. The family of this, how many men died? One. This family, how many died? Nobody. And they asked, Rubenized, maybe 2,000. The next war, it followed, it followed and followed until Moses said, God, don't let the men of Reuben be few. Reuben himself suffered and suffered and suffered until one day he was almost breaking through. And just a step, Reuben said, I'm tired. So when you come to Chronicles, when the Bible was talking about the families, it's only 10 verses on Reuben and it finished. Jesus, we celebrate you because I read in the book of Galatians that curse is the man who hung on the tree. He took our curses. The reason why we celebrate him. And maybe the last point. Jesus abolished all the handwriting of the ordinances that were against us. Oh, may his name be praised. The reason is that some of us, we love driving through the red light. When we say don't do this, that's why we try. If you were in the ancient Israel, either you'll be stoned to death or you'll be killed by the sword. Because I read in the Bible that somebody broke a Sabbath. The person was put in jail and God ordered, kill him. If these things were still against us, beloved, we need to celebrate Christ. And some of the laws, they were draconian laws more than the IMF conditionalities. One of the laws was that only sons of Aaron will be priests. 
and even in the priesthood, the choice. 21, 18 to 20. Leviticus, the Bible says that check the person, no defect. If he is lame, disqualified. Cripple in the feet, disqualified. Your foot is flat, disqualified. You are too short, disqualified. Eye defect, disqualified. If you have a sore, hey. And those of us who have been in the village, we come from the village, we come from the places. My God, they will inspect your legs and say disqualified. But check this one. They said, if you have a flat nose, disqualified. I'm talking about 2118 of Leviticus. Hey, like this one. I don't know. These are the laws that Jesus came to abolish. And check the one. There is one also that says that ah, if you eat grain before it's time, the law is against you. If you make a vow, 22, 23, 23, 22 says that if you make a vow and you don't honor it, the law is against you. It means when you are, if you are going out and your child is crying, say, oh, keep quiet, I'll buy you aeroplane. When you come, you must come with aeroplane. Otherwise, the law is against you. And this one would have caught many of our women and men. Leviticus 12, 1 to 5. It says, if you are pregnant and give birth, to a boy, you are unclean for seven days plus 33 days. If you give birth to a woman, you are unclean for 14 days plus 66 days, 80 days. Leviticus 12. Oh, Jesus came. There's something called monocropping. If, if, if you are planting only maize, it should be all maize throughout. If you make a mistake and put cassava, the law is against you. Leviticus 19:19. 19, 19. 8.10 of Deuteronomy says that one law is there. If you eat, when you finish, according to the Meknath, you are supposed to recite the grace. So those who eat in the car, who eat in at workplace and all that, and you eat without prayer, if you did one, the law is against you. Oh, 15.39. Numbers. If you are thinking an impure thought enters your mind, the law is against you. Twenty eighteen says, if you are witchcraft, you must be killed. And I don't know the, the way, the methodology, how they selected the witchcraft. If your face looks something a little, not too much, little. If you disobeyed your parent, Deuteronomy 20, 118 says, you must be killed. Oh, but for Christ. If you worship other gods, trouble. If you take the name of the Lord in vain, you are in trouble. In fact, one of the laws says that if you marry and the next morning you are found not to be a virgin, you must be killed. I say, Lord, mercy. This one, not only mercy. Mercy, grace, favor. There's a reason why we need to celebrate. And if peradventure, 2415, the Bible says, somebody came to loan some money from you, and you're going to take it back. And you took it, 
and the man is poor, the law is against you. So if you are going to take your own money, ensure that the man is rich before you go and take your own money. Oh, last one, for want of time. Exodus 21.10. If you married a woman, and this one, they made a law for men. And you couldn't provide clothing. I don't know the times, but they say provide clothing for the woman. I think it was the request of the woman. If every morning you say clothing, clothing. 21.10. Do not withhold clothing, food, and conjugal rights from a wife. So if your, your wife was demanding it every day or every hour and you failed the law. Oh, holiness. Okay, can I beg the church? Shall we practice this law only for two hours? Oh, okay, only for today, only for today. One hour. The human. 30 minutes. If your husband is here, give the person sign and say, 30 minutes, I need clothing. Huh? Oh, can I hear an amen? Huh? We need to celebrate the Lord of Christ. And the final one. The man received the healing and broke protocol into the house. Let me add my voice to the blessing. Oh, if the Lord had not been on our side, let Israel say, 1137, he that raised the poor out of the dust and the needy out of the downhill. One, one, three, three. From the rising of the sun to the setting down of the same. One, one, five. Not unto us, not unto us. By your name be praised. One, twenty-two. Psalm. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. One, twenty-six. When the Lord turned the captivity of Israel. We were like them that dreamed. 137, by the rivers of Babylon, where we sat down and wept, when our captors demanded a song and a myth from us, how can we sing the lost song on a strange land? 150, let everything that have breath praise ye the Lord. We celebrate Christ, and may you be celebrated in the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, can we be on our feet? I want us to take five minutes to celebrate Jehovah. We want to bless his goodness. 95 says that. Come, let us sing unto him. Joy will start to make up for salvation. And 4 5 of 95 says that the sea is his and his hands form the dry land. We have to pay our arrears unto God. He has been so merciful. Let me go and celebrate the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Let me go and worship him. Shoe or no shoe, I will bless my maker. And this day, as the worship was going on, I said, God, let your name be lifted from everlasting to everlasting. Maybe in your own dialect, if the cripple maybe came from Oshodi in Nigeria, he would have said that, You are bigger than what people say. Mm, you are. We bless your name, Lord. Bigger than what people say. Mm. Jehovah, you, you are. are. Come on, Lord. 
if you have been lame before and all of a sudden immediately your ankle bone has received strength I declare upon you may miracles Jesus. testimonies Amen. come upon every mother here every father here yeah. oh receive your testimony sing it
Lift your hands to God. Begin to celebrate Him in word. Thank Him and bless Him and worship Him. Sunday, a day that Mary Magdalene, Joanna, and Susanna broke the world history. If you are here, you have not given your life to Jesus. I want you to search forward for something simple but heavy in the sight of God. So I'm making an altar call to anyone who has not given his life to Jesus to search forward. Maybe you invited a friend, he needs Jesus. And this is the one whom we are celebrating today. On the other breath, from today forward, you want to rededicate your life to him. Come forward. You want to do a rededication of your life. Jesus gave you an opportunity, you mess it up. I feel that a new wave, a new wind is blowing. If you want to rededicate your life to Jesus, come let me offer a simple prayer. All eyes closed at this moment. If you want to rededicate your life to Jesus, just make a bold step here. God bless you. 
God bless you. Everything. Let me give you one. Let me give you one. Where is my man? Come. If you want to rededicate your life to Jesus, come forward quickly. Moving in this place, I worship you. I worship you. It's time for rededication of life. I worship you. God gave you a chance, you mess it up. You are here. Touching every heart. I worship you. I worship you. Come on, if you want to rededicate your I life, my time is up. Let me you, are here. Here. you are here. You are here. Moving in our midst. Moving in our midst. I worship you. I worship you. I worship you. I worship you. Jesus, let him accept Christ. I worship you. You are healed. You, you are healed. Healing every heart. Healing every heart. Jesus, we worship. I worship you. Let all of us come and have this I pray for them. I worship you.
you are I'm beseeching the Lord for you and I'm trusting God if you need a seed a fruit of the womb not by power not by mind but maybe it be done according to the word of the Lord you will celebrate your new baby by the next Easter oh you really hear this one and may the Lord open up the floodgate of marriages send you godly proper marriages lift your hand if you are back we are trusting God for the seed of the womb. And an anointing will fall on you. All those who prophesy in church, all those who sing in church, join your hands together. Simple prayer, corporate, for everyone. I pray, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I'm trusting you, O God, that your favor will rest upon your people. I release and transfer an unction upon your people. O Spirit of the living God, People are rededicating their lives to you. Give them a new sheet. Give them a new sheet. Give them a new spirit. Give them a new grace. Give them a new wisdom. Let miracles fall. In the name of the Lord Jesus, let favor rest upon your people. Thou art a mighty God. Come on. Father, I release your spirit. I release your grace upon your people. Let it be done upon them in Jesus' mighty name. Hold them for me. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Put the hands together. May the ocean fall on you. The prophetic fall on you mightily. Oh, the ocean is so heavy. This is a Sunday morning. This is a pleasant Sunday morning. But Panidono broke in church. May the Lord bless and keep you. May miracles fall on you. May the favor of the Lord come. May you be imparted. Hold the hand so well. Watch out. Come on, that's Oh, an impartation. Thank you, Holy Ghost of God. It's so heavy here. I can feel the ocean at work. All over the auditorium. May the favor of the Lord rest upon you. May grace abound on you. May you live here celebrating Christ. May miracles fall. Those on top, those are back, receive the grace of the Lord. I commend you to the grace of Jehovah. You are blessed in the name of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. Shall we shout a victorious amen? Come on. One more time, come on. One more time.
the wonderful delivery and the impartation.